Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Elbasha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough, I am worthy, I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Empower to Grow. This is your host, Hanan Elbasha. Today, I have a lovely lady who apparently we crossed paths on so many occasions, yet we never met in person. And I am honored to interview her today on the episode. Dr. Tara Al-Qadi is a communications and media professor at the American University in Cairo. So yay, <laughs> another alumni, which I love doing because we graduated from the same university. And um, she actually also, after completing her PhD degree in the UK, decided mm, there's something more I could do. So she went on to get her life coaching certification. And now she makes it, well, she's in the academia, but she also makes it a part of her mission that she goes out and she does the videos and she does interviews and she puts out content to help people deal with struggles and daily frustrations in life. So please help me in welcoming Dr. Tara. Hi, Tara. Hi. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. Lovely intro. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Feels good. <laughs> the pleasure to have to you capture here. the essence. Yeah, same here. I'm happy. I'm happy. Um, as I told you, this is like I part of the mission of what the podcast was about when I first thought about it. And, you know, within my group as well, is all about being empowered to grow. And I found that that aligns a lot with what you do. So when I asked you for to to come on the podcast, and I told you it's called Empower to Grow Again, <laughs> what what does that term mean to you? Internal growth, spiritual growth, personal growth, um, growing in terms of the standards that we set ourselves, um, not by other people's measures. I think this is what comes to mind, like how you put your own um, standards uh, and your own growth uh, aspirations, ambitions, and, 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 and you rise up to your potential. And it's just too beautiful a concept. I think it's really good. I, I love that because, you know, I, I talk of that a lot as well. And I think part of, for me, was part of my pivot in my journey was realizing that when I define and redefine my success parameters and what things mean to me and what my priorities are in life I think life shifts around a lot yeah. and in a good way yes <laughs> yes definitely good way I like to see the good Anna Diamond kid I always feel like um a lot of hardships there's this other way of like I can actually literally state the same facts and <laughs> make it sound pretty dreary but it is always ultimately helping us grow so back to the growth bit Yeah. Everything that happens, happens for a reason. Everything that happens allows us to grow, learn, develop. Yeah. And, that, and that's in essence, you know me, I talk a lot about Tony Robbins and he has the statement that life yeah. happens for you, not to you. And it's, it's possibly also um, a mindset shift from the victim mentality that we are so yeah. conditioned to think about. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. I hate the victim mentality. And I have to admit, I fall into that trap. Yeah, too, true. So I hate it. Oh. But I know what, you know, I'm, I'm not immune. And, and a lot of the times I find myself pitying myself and feeling sorry for myself and feeling that, oh, my gosh. Uh, and then I, I try, you know, I remind myself I need to snap out of it. 
I don't like the victim mentality. I think it holds, it makes people hold, you know, it holds people back and um, holds us hostage in our own minds. Yeah. 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 So Moving on to that, or actually stemming from that, you've had your own journey of being empowered to grow. So can, can you share a bit about your story with us, please? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. I don't, it's a mix of personal, academic, career, everything happening together. So I think up until a year and a half ago or two years ago, it didn't make sense. But then everything came together by chance, perhaps, without any plan. And it just culminated in exactly that, uh, things making sense and things felt very disjointed before. So I was married, I had my two kids, I got my divorce, I was on the personal level, um, 17 years of marriage. And then you had, uh, the I was a great student with the BA, master's, PhD, and then I had the academic career and I thought this is where, you know, I'll end up and that's it. And then, life coaching came into the mix and um, I had this desire to help people. And my friends kept saying, you need to get um, certified because you do it anyways, informally, get, you know, certified, yeah. get the knowledge. You, this is what you're meant to do. And I was worried that this is just getting too, you know, disjointed, as I said, like what's happening media, yeah. you got life coaching on the personal level, things were not very clear. And, you know, you come up to the age, I'm 40 plus, I'm 46. So I kept thinking at the time I was 40, 41 to whatever. That was around the divorce. I think I was 41 or 42. Yeah. I just kept thinking what's going on. It doesn't make sense. Everything is good on its own. But how do they link up together? Yeah. And yeah. then they finally did. How did they finally did after the certification? So I did the PhD. The nerd in me went on to do the coaching. Yeah. And there was this calling. As you, was, sorry, as you can calling. see, I resonate with the wall behind me. So <laughs> that's why we align. <laughs> the exactly. Nerd, the proud exactly. nerd in me aligns with you. <laughs> exactly. So, so the nerd then thought that my true calling was to help people. And then again, I'm like, well, what about the PhD? What about the academia? What about the media? And it just kept come together. By sheer coincidence, I was sitting there one day and it hit me that I wanted to do the YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And what I wanted to do was, oh, I thought, okay, everybody's a life coach. Every, mm -hmm. So many life coaches, you must know. And I'm like, how am I going to stand out? And what's my original contribution? Something you learn yes. through the PhD. Your you have USP to have an original also. contribution. <laughs> so I thought, okay, here's the deal. I'm going to use my personal experience, hence the personal life bit that I shared. And what I learned, because a lot of things took me a while to get a hang of and to deal with and I wanted to save people because I thought I knew I had some shortcuts and that yeah. so I thought the personal ingredients would only serve in terms of giving tips and offering self-help advice mm -hmm. and then the communicator in me the media professor knows how to do the YouTube and knows how to communicate and she yeah. deals with people and she doesn't mind the public and you know public speaking and so on so that comes into play and then the content is then also done under the framework of the whole coaching, mentoring, um, you know? And yeah. so I put it together through the videos with a specific format, which is here's the problem. Here's the, sci not scientific, but some formal, you know, knowledge of the issue. Yeah. Comes from my background. Yeah. And then you touch in that this is personal to me and this makes it more credible and genuine in terms of, of this is what happened. I don't want you to fall into this trap. This is what you can use do to avoid it and then again with some solutions because i don't want to leave them with like okay life is miserable no how how you know 
how to get through it, which, which actually reminds me when, when I first started and the business doctor stemmed from that, I thought it was cheesy, but it made sense. You know, I've got doctorate in business. <laughs> I love that. And um, when I first started, that was actually part of my communication. I've been there. I've done that. I'll show you how not to do it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> my God, soulmate, soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it's like, you resonate with the issues and the blocks and, and what people go through and you wish that you can support everyone, but we know now that you can't, but you at least want to kind of raise the red flags and, and those red flags are maybe what, that's what, what I say, I can support you. I can't do it for you and I can't tell you what to do. Why? Because you need to take the actions. You need to Definitely. understand that this is what, this is what's triggering you. This is what's holding you back. These are the stories you're telling yourself and, and everything related to that. And even in business, it's very applicable as well. And then now let's see what you want to do about it and how we can explore the different exactly. routes and stuff. So I love that. I love that concept. <laughs> I love that concept. And I think this is the whole thing with the victim mentality. It defeats the self-help, the change, the that's why I'm so against it. And I yes. just like, I don't know. I mean, I believe you talk to women and yes. yeah, I mean, I'm, and, and part of my, you know, in, in our part of the world, women are not empowered enough and yes. women tend to fall into the victim mentality. And I just said, I always tell my friends who are leading lives that they're not very satisfied with, but they're mm -hmm. kind of um, accepted this, that this is how it is and we can't do anything about it. And I keep saying, but think, in 10 years or in 15 years, what it would be like when you're older and when you regret having missed this chance, when you've had those dreams and energy. And, and so I'm, I'm really against that, you know, the victim mentality. But you know what, and, and this is the thing, and that's why this podcast became very personal for me. And I'm sure you've had this experience. It's, it's not just about the region. When you talk to women around the world, it yeah. is the same things and it's the same conditioning and it's the same stories we were told where between the you can't, you won't, you shouldn't, and you grow up to believe them. They become your truth. And I think that is, I'm hoping that is the, the word and the mission that we're on is to change that internal dialogue. And then accordingly, the external dialogue changes with it and the actions, the consequent actions. So from that perspective, if you were to take, um, kind of from a time capsule perspective and go back and advise, impart advice on your 19 year old self, what would you tell her? Yes. Um, be yourself. Do not fit into other people's expectations or how they believe you should be. Because I just realized that I was never truly my, I discovered who I truly am just the last few years. And um, mm. this was my discovery. I'm like, I never knew who I was. I didn't know what I liked. I just fit into the, the mold that people, the mold, you know, yeah. so whether it was a father or a mother or even a stepmother for in my case, or a husband or even the children, I just wanted to fit those roles yeah. that would please them. That would, uh, I don't accommodate. And yeah. I'm not saying that they pushed me. It was it was something that I did. So I don't want to say that they forced it upon me. I think I just felt that I had to fit that role or fill that, yeah. you know, expectation. And uh, I'm totally freed of this. I mean, the last few years, I'm truly who I am. And I just, I, this is so liberating. So uh, I think I, this is what I would have done then. I would have told myself, do what you like, explore, study the stuff that you like, you know, just live the life you want to live. And, 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 be the person you want to be, not others, not what others want you to be. 
And I it's not about defiance. So no, and it's because sometimes yeah, I worry when too. we talk about that, that it does not mean rebel or, you know, just go against the flow. No, no, that doesn't mean that. You know, sometimes when I say that, people think, oh, so you want to go wild or so you want to break rules or it's not about breaking taboos or rules. It's not, yeah. no, because there are lots of things that I enjoy that are perfectly, you know, normal, simple, <laughs> within the norm. So it's not like that. You know, because sometimes and I, th I think that you you summed it up in the word that it is it is liberating that that, so liberating. that just being yourself is so liberating but as you said also and I keep saying that all the time I'm like when I say empower women it doesn't mean that you know let's rebel against men it just means yeah. be yourself speak up find your voice yeah. and do something that really excites you find the time to excite yourself you know yeah it's not the victim thing and also the martyrdom. You know, the, the women believe, I think even as mothers, even maybe more than wives, I, the whole thing where like, I have kids, I must stop being, I should, you know, yeah. They, well, yeah, you need to give them love and support, but what happens to yourself? Who said that you should, you know, negate your existence? Yes. I think there's an issue there. Yeah, that's true. So going forward on the other end of the spectrum, what would you like your 90 your old self to thank you for? <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you the beautiful, fun memories I've built up over the last, I'm telling you, life past 40, I keep saying past 40, big turnaround. So I'm yep. grateful for my 40 plus. I hope whatever comes next is, is good. Although lots of difficulties, I just don't want to, I don't like to remind myself of that. So, I mean, there are challenges all the time. And this is what I tell people who speak, oh my God, you're so positive. You're so fluffy and smiley and like life is lovely. And, and they think I have no problems. And I say, hey, if I, may, I sit you down and tell you some facts. <laughs> you're going to sit and cry next to me. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes like, oh, no, no, you got it all. You don't have any words. And I'm like, really? And then, you know, sometimes just to challenge them, I sit there and I'm like, well, one. And they'd be like, oh, we don't know how you cope. And I'm like, it's an attitude. Yes. So I'd say thank you for the, I'll tell my 90 year old self, thank you for the memories. Thank you for um, going out there and having fun and enjoying simple pleasures in life and yeah. stopping to just enjoy certain moments because I tend to do that now. I mean, I stop and I care about quality time and memories and connecting with people. I, I think that's, that's the most beautiful part of life. I love that. You're on a stage and I'm sure you've been on stages. And um, kind of, yeah. this time you're speaking to tens of thousands of women and the message is about being empowered to grow. What would be that lasting message you leave them with? Okay. I believe in following your passion. So every one of us must dig deep and try to find that passion. And I think this is the trick to finding happiness. If you really enjoy what you do. I know a lot of people say we don't have that luxury, but I truly believe if you put the effort and you, it might take time for you to, to find a practical way of translating that passion into your career or, you know, your, your, but it's doable. I've seen it. I've done it. I've seen people do it. And it's not a luxury. I think we're born with a mission, with a cause, with a calling, and we just need to you know, trying until we find it. So I'd say do that because once you find your passion, life with its difficulties, with its challenges, will keep, the challenges keep coming and the downs keep coming and the pain is, is there. It's not going to leave, you know, it's yes. cyclical. But when you have that passion, you have this thing and it, it makes life so much easier and so much, it, you can cope better and it just adds color to a 
otherwise colorless. Uh, I, I can't agree more. And I think, as you said, um, it, which ties up with everything you've been saying, it's about the mindset and it's about the approach and it's about the perspective. I mean, at the end of the day, it's our worldview lens and you get to choose what kind of lens. And yeah. um, I keep looking at everything. Same, same with me. I, I think my life started at 40 as well. So it was, it was that. And I think, I don't know if it's about, even though officially as per scientists, it says that our brains mature at around the age of 35. So okay. I think it takes a bit of maturity beyond the 35 of maturity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. reach the point of, I love me, I'm worthy. And I want to start exploring what life is really about rather than just initially fitting in the framework, fitting in. And that fitting in means that you just have to be in compliance with everything and everyone around you. Exactly. And again, you know, I mean, I can't say it enough because I worry, as you said, that when you say empowered to grow, they think it's women rising uh, against men. (laughs) The same with the compliance and conformity. And it's not about being rebellious and just, you know, doing the opposite to stand out. It's, It's not at all about this it's just really asking yourself what do you enjoy what do you like what you know what makes you happy and and putting effort into making that your lifestyle yes i love that tara thank you so much for this now where can i our viewers and listeners find you in virtual space (laughs) okay virtually i do have a facebook page but uh, i'd say my youtube channel is, is where all the videos are Okay. They're mostly in Arabic with a few English interviews. Um, I'm exploring going into the English language, but the topics are very close to my heart. So there is the Tara Al-Qadi. Um, I'll, I'm going to put the links anyway. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the channel. And there's a whole bunch of videos based on topics. So we have loneliness. We have uh, the 40 plus uh, age maturity. Oh, challenge. that's nice. Okay. Some people <laughs> see it as a scary, uh, you know, uh, age, I think it was uh, liberating. That's true. <laughs> and there's the whole um, bits and pieces on how to turn about. I'm really about positivity. So there's a lot on how to turn a good day into a bad day into a good day or a 40, 40 day experiment that I did where you can really transform in 40 days and get over a slump. And this is, this is my tool and relationship stuff, which is always good for women. <laughs> Definitely. And men, and men. All, everyone yeah, needs to be educated on, on healthy relationships. Not just for women. Yeah. yeah, no, it's just emotional, personal, social, day-to-day issues. Mothering, parenting, that's on there too. I love that. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Hanin. Thank you lovely, for sharing lovely, your lovely energy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Havisi. Good to talk to you. Finally, need to meet in person. Inshallah, <laughs> soon. Okay. Well, um, thank you everyone for being with us. As always, please do remember, empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all. Bye. Love it. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that Empowered You empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.